Hey there. This week, we're talking about blogging tools that will help you save time. These are websites and apps that I use myself to cut down on my blogging time. This was originally recorded as a Facebook Live session, and this is the audio from that Facebook Live session. So sometimes you might hear some things that sound a little odd when I'm talking about them because I was showing my screen. However, I did edit this down a little bit to try to cut out the times that were lagging or when I was showing something that you won't be able to see. However, if you do want to see this video, you can head to my blog, nancy-basile.com, click on blog, and then find the blog post about blogging tools that save time. And there will be a link to the video as well as this podcast. I hope you'll also join me next week when I'll be talking about winning ideas to help you get more website traffic. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. How are you on this freezing cold Thursday? Today, I am talking about the blogging tools I use that help me save time. It cuts down on my blogging time considerably. I'm going to be showing you some apps and websites I use. And let's face it, nobody wants to spend hours and hours and hours coming up with blog posts, right? So hopefully you'll get some value out of today's lesson and you will start using these apps and websites and find that you are saving time as well. I'm Nancy Basile, and I'm here to help budget-minded small business owners and solopreneurs take the overwhelm out of DIY online marketing without breaking the bank. I've been writing for websites and blogs for just about 20 years, so I've seen what works and what doesn't. And now I manage online marketing for my clients. Last week, we talked about the eight ingredients you need for writing an engaging blog post with SEO. You can see that on my blog. The shortcut link is bit.ly slash nancy8essentials. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash capital N-A-N-C-Y, the number eight, capital E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S. And on that blog, we also went over my free blog template. So if you missed last week's sesh, go back to that blog post and sign up for my email newsletter so that you can get the free fill-in-the-blank blog post template. And like I said, this week we're talking about blogging tools to help you save time. I use these apps and websites every day uh, to help me cut down on blogging time to help me with graphics and writing and organizing and everything that goes along with blogging. Now, because you, my friend, are punctual and are here at the very beginning of the Facebook Live session, I am going to share a bonus tip with you right now. You can't even find this on the blog post. Now, my bonus tip today is... Oh, hey, that's the link to my blog about this week. That's not the bonus tip. There's the bonus tip. Use site colon as a search operator to help you save time and pinpoint search results. Now, this isn't specific to blogging. This is something you can use really in anything you're doing. 
but I use it especially when I'm doing research and I'll show you what I'm talking about. So for instance, here in my browser bar, I can just start typing a term, right? To search for it. I can just type, um, who is this little guy? Uh, wild cats in Africa. And I get my search results, right? But let's say I wanted to search for something specific at a website where I know I'm going to find information, right? So let's say I want to do that search at what website? Nat Geo. So I would type site colon natgeo.com. I hope that's a website. And then wildcats. Let's see. Mm, oh, bigcatswildcats.com. Let's try that. Site, bigcatswildcats.com, and I will put lion. Now, it searched only this website, bigcatswildcats.com, for the word lion. You can see that every website here is all Big Cats Wildcats. So when I am doing research, this is crazy, crazy helpful. Let's say I'm trying to learn more about Instagram hashtags, and I love the web, uh, website HubSpot, which I do love the website HubSpot. I can type site colon HubSpot.com Instagram hashtags, and it brings up everything about Instagram hashtags on HubSpot only. This, for me, is a huge time saver. So rather than starting with a big general search, when I know that I want a specific website's information on a very specific topic, I just do site colon, then the website, you don't need the www or the http or any of that stuff, and then your search term. That way you can kind of take out several steps in the process and just go straight to the source that you wanna hear from. So that is my bonus tip for today. If you want to follow along when I cover this blog post or to be able to click on the links from this blog post to the apps and websites I'll be talking about, here is the shortcut link, bit.ly slash Nancy Blogging Tools, bit.ly slash Nancy Blogging Tools. And I believe this link is also in the description of this video. So we are going to head over there right now. Slash slash bit.ly Nancy blogging tools. And you do have to follow uh, uppercase and lowercase. All right, so here we are at the blog post, blogging tools that help you save time. I'm gonna scroll down here. The very first website I talk about, and I talk about these in alphabetical order, by the way. They are not in order of importance or usefulness or anything like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're just in alphabetical order because that was really the easiest way for me to sort these. Um, I really couldn't choose one that was more important than the other because they're all super, super helpful. You've probably heard of or seen Canva before. Canva is a lifesaver when it comes to making graphics because they have a template for just about every kind of graphic you could want with all kinds of excellent 
icons, designs, colors, photos for free. Let's hop over there. Here is Canva, maybe later. This is my particular account. So you can see that they have social media templates, presentation templates specific to Facebook cover graphics, Facebook post graphics, et cetera, et cetera. I love these because let me tell you, templates are an enormous time saver for someone like me who has zero design skill. I really have no design skills whatsoever. So I love coming here and finding a template that matches pretty much what I, the message I'm trying to uh, convey. And then I just retype what I need. Maybe I change up a couple colors to my brand colors. For instance, this one here, I found a graphic for this. Uh, I'll show you. So you can search for what a kind of template you want. We're in the Facebook post templates, and I wanted something about sending out email. So I found this in my search results. Now, if I wanted pink and all of that in my graphic, I would have just used it as is, but I didn't. I wanted to use my client's branded colors. And so I changed it up a little bit with these envelopes and changed this little guy because you had to pay for this smiley face over here and I didn't want to have to pay. So this was all free and it was super easy to create. That's why I love Canva. So I encourage you to come here, play with it. It's I'm telling you free, 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 free. I have paid for the business plan. Um, I paid for it for maybe almost two years. It did, I did not need it. Um, there are a few bells and whistles that maybe are shortcuts for what I need to do, but it just wasn't worth it for me to pay for it. They offer so many great things for free that I just didn't feel like, you know, I, that was just somewhere I could save money. Okay, so that's Canva. Crowdfire. Now, I do have to put in a little disclaimer here. I am an affiliate for Crowdfire, which means that if you clicked uh, the Crowdfire links here and went and purchased a plan, I would get a small commission at no extra cost to you. But I would recommend Crowdfire even if I wasn't an affiliate. It has become my favorite social media scheduling tool. There are a lot of schedulers out there, Buffer, Later, Hootsuite, uh, tailwind. <clears throat> I like Crowdfire because it's kind of all in one. You can take one post and send it to all of your social media platforms or only certain social media platforms. You can write it all up at one time. And it doesn't necessarily send it to all the platforms at the exact same time. It will choose the best time for each of the platforms you belong to. So it's like you only have to write up one thing that goes out to, let's say, four different social media platforms at exactly the right time for your audiences on those social media platforms. It's great. They do have a free version, and I highly recommend using the app on your phone. In fact, um, well, I use both. I jump back and forth between the app on my phone and using their website. So you can see these are accounts I have. They allow you, I believe, two accounts per social media channel for free, but then they limit how much you can post or what you can post. 
I pay for the next plan up so that I can follow and unfollow unlimited and so I can post unlimited. And now back on this homepage, you'll notice that they do have these articles. What these are, um, these are articles or blog posts for you to share with your followers. This is another reason I love Crowdfire. So I tell Crowdfire what topics I'm interested in, I give it hashtags, and then anytime I come here right to the home page, and this is the same on the app on the phone, it shows me content that I might be interested in sharing with my followers. Not only am I interested in reading it myself, which I usually do, uh, I don't want to send everybody junk, but then I can share it with my followers. So they've already done the heavy lifting for me. They already found excellent content for me to share. And you can see here, I can send it to Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram, etc. Super, super helpful, fast, all in one place, social media scheduler. Duplicate post. Now, this is not a, a website or an app. Duplicate post is a WordPress plugin. When you have a WordPress site, one of the excellent, excellent things WordPress does for you is it offers plugins that help automate certain functions or add certain functionality to your website that a plain WordPress site would not have. What duplicate post does is it literally duplicates a post. So if you have, um, let's say, a review of a book and you want to use the same formatting in every single review that you write, or the same word flow or outline, you can click duplicate post within WordPress and it will make a copy of that blog post and then you can just change the title, change the text, change up whatever you need. Let's see, they might have, no, they don't have screenshots of it. I was hoping they had screenshots, so, well, you sort of. So yes, so you can see here it says, copy to a new draft in the upper right of your WordPress screen when you're using posts and then it just copies it. You can delineate title, excerpt, contact, you can tell it what to copy, I just tell it to copy everything. And bam, that's a great way to immediately have consistent formatting in your blog posts. Rather than reinventing the wheel every single time with a fresh blank page of a blog post, you can immediately have all the little bullet points, formatting, if there's graphics, all the things that you want to use on a, on a consistent basis are right there by using this duplicate post plugin. So I highly recommend it for your WordPress site. I gotta take a quick drink. I made the mistake last week, I didn't have any water on hand and I got super parched and I about choked on my tongue. I learned my lesson, this week I have water, okay. Google tools, Google tools, excuse me. This kind of seems like a duh thing to have on this list. Um, I use Google tool, tools all the time. I used to be a big Microsoft baby. I used Word and Excel and all that stuff, and I still do occasionally, but wow. When I need a fresh blank sheet to start typing on, I generally go to Google Docs. If I need a spreadsheet, I generally go to Google Sheets. So I have started using them for all kinds of things. Um, I use Google Docs to make PDF templates, like that blog post template 
that I showed you last week in this blog post. I use uh, Google Doc or Google Sheets to make production management timelines or project management timelines and budgets. I also use Google Sheets to track my analytics or to plan my content and to keep uh, ideas organized. And I've used Google Slides to make ebooks. You can also use Google Docs to make ebooks. There are so many possibilities. And because it keeps it all in one drive, this is, by the way, my CrowdFire extension. <laughs> That's another quick thing you can do uh, to share is have a Chrome extension and then bam, one click, and you can share with a bunch of channels. But anyway, Google Tools, you keep everything in one drive, which is beautiful because Google is a search engine and their algorithm, their search algorithm is used within their tools. So if I wanted to pull up everything in my Google Drive, let's say about uh, Twitter, I could type Twitter into the search box and all the sheets, slides, and docs that have anything to do with Twitter would come up. It makes organizing super, super easy. You can create folders for different things. Um, and even within folders, even if you search it, we'll still find it. It's just so easy to use and clean and fresh. I just love Google tools. I highly recommend them. Because they also live on the cloud, then you can access them from anywhere. You can log into your Google account. Jetpack. Jetpack is also a WordPress plugin. And Jetpack is kind of a behind the scenes plugin. It will speed up your load time for your website and your images. It puts uh, sharing buttons on your blog posts. It shows related posts at the bottom of your posts. It does a bunch of things on the back end to make uh, your blogging easier. Um, by including social share buttons in, you know, automatically, you're not having to copy a bunch of code and paste it into your blog post. By showing related posts at the bottom of all of your posts, uh, then you're not having to, you know, search down blog posts related to the one you're working on and then link to it yourself and create all those links. It's done for you automatically. The other thing Jetpack does is track your stats. That's what this screen is here. This is my dashboard uh, within my WordPress site. It says at a glance right here. And this is just showing me daily stats. I like to check this out um, because uh, it gives me just a quick glance, uh, you know, a quick assessment of how my site is doing. And, um, you know, and it shows you page views, how many visits today, et cetera. And it breaks it down even further if you want. So it does a variety of things. It's free. I highly recommend that you use this plugin with your WordPress site because it will do a lot of things for you. Um, it even has lazy load for images. It, it, it can create photo galleries. I highly recommend it. And again, I have links to everything I talk about in this blog post that you can visit at bit.ly slash Nancy, what was it? Bit.ly slash Nancy Blogging Tools, capital N, capital B, capital T. If you go to that blog post, you'll have links to all the things I'm talking about. Okay, now on to MailChimp. MailChimp is a free mail email service that I use. Uh, it is a great starter service. Oh, and again, I am an affiliate for MailChimp. So if you may buy any of their plans using this link, 
I make a small commission at no extra cost to you. But again, I would recommend it even if I wasn't an affiliate. The reason it's a great starter uh, for newbies when it comes to having a website or blogging and sending out email newsletters is because the first thousand subscribers are free. Even if you have multiple lists, it, it will add up all those subscribers. So all your lists, if the subscribers are a thousand or less, you pay nothing to send out an email newsletter. And maybe it's easy to get a thousand people on your email list. I think that's kind of a difficult thing to do. So you might end up using it for free for a very, very long time. Um, and its functionality is super, super easy too. I'm gonna head over there and just show you real quick. I'll log into my account. It's very clean looking, very clean looking. It has very clear, uh, a very clear user interface. If you wanna create an email to send out, you just click create campaign and it will walk you through even what you're doing like a wizard, like a setup wizard. You can see all the emails you've sent. You can see your subscriber list. It's super easy to use. I love the clean interface. I love all that white space and I because it makes it easy to find the information I'm looking for. You can look at reports at how well your emails are doing, all that great stuff. So I highly recommend MailChimp when you're sending out email newsletters. Now you probably saw my Oprah <laughs> slide. I want to ask you to tag a friend or to share it on their Facebook page if you think that they could benefit from any of these tools uh, websites and apps that I'm showing you. They don't even have to be a blogger or have, um, you know, big online business to use these tools. They could use any really, anyone can use these. Any really? Anyone can really use these. So be the Oprah for your friends, tag them or share it on their Facebook page. I would really appreciate you spreading the word and they will appreciate getting the free knowledge. Okay, back to the blog post. Mail Munch. Now, MailMunch is sort of an email service, but it works in conjunction with MailChimp. And by the way, both MailChimp and MailMunch are compatible with WordPress. They have plugins that you just install on your WordPress site and you're ready to go. MailMunch is a service that sets up opt-in forms on your blog, and it's crazy easy. So they help you, let's just head over there. They help you set up the forms to, to let people sign in or sign up for your email list like these. You can sort of see the mini. I don't want to walk through the whole thing. And then you can automatically, with one click, have them show up on your website where you want them to show up. So if you want them to be at the beginning of every blog post, one click when you make this form, it will always be at the beginning of the blog post. If you want it in the middle, same thing. You can have, have opt-in forms in your sidebar, in your footers, at the beginning, middle, and end of blog posts. I tend to use them in the middle and the end of blog posts. Um, when you have, I don't like putting them in the beginning because it's like asking, you know, asking somebody to give you something before they even know who you are. So if they've made it to the middle of a blog post, I feel like they must be interested in what I have to say and they might be willing to sign up. 
and certainly at the end of a blog post, um, it's really great to have. Last week we talked about calls to action. So maybe you remember I said, when you get to the bottom of a blog post, it's a good idea to have a call to action to tell someone what to do next. Because a lot of readers, you know, they'll just leave your site at that point. If you've got an opt-in box there at the bottom for them to sign up for your email or a pop-up, then they're more likely to sign up for your email newsletter that way. So that's what MailMunch does. It just adds opt-in forms very, very easily. And it's free. Again, almost everything on here I'm talking about, if not everything, is free or has a free option. Um, there are bells and whistles that you can pay for with MailMunch, but the basic things are free. And there, I don't think there's even limit to the number of subscribers that can use them. They also let you make landing pages. Now, I use MailChimp my email news service to um, make the landing pages instead of MailMunch. I just prefer the look of the MailChimp landing pages more and I have more control over them, but you could also make landing pages with MailMunch. It, and again, both of these are plugins that you can install to your WordPress site. Pexels. This is something that anyone can use, not just for blogging. Pexels is my favorite place to get copyright-free and license-free photos. So you can go to Pexels and use any of their photos in any way you want and not have to pay anyone or give anyone credit. It is a good idea to give the photographer credit or at the very least follow them on Twitter or Instagram or something like that, but you do not have to. Now, let's head over there. They are gorgeous pictures, as you can see. And there's generally a picture for everything that you talk about, especially if you are a travel or fashion blogger. You can see there's lifestyle photos. And one of the things I love the best, and I kind of show this back here, is that if you have a brand color, like my brand color is blue, it will pull up anything tagged with the word blue. So I can easily find photos to use in my blog posts, in my landing pages, in my social media posts that will represent my brand, essentially. I mean, these are all blue. They might not be the exact shade of blue. I might have to like hunt down something that looks more like my blue. This kind of matches my blue. But you can do the same thing. If your big branding, the boldest branding color you have is purple, now you can easily find photos to use, again, in banners, in ads, in social media posts, in blog posts that match your brand. Repeating that color of your brand over and over again is a great way to kind of embed your brand into somebody's brain because the more you can promote your brand to them and, and look the same every time, the more likely they are to know, like, and trust you and either start to follow you or buy what you're selling. Okay. Now, this is kind of a weird one. Well, it's not weird, but it's a little different than what I've been talking about. So uh, last year, I discovered this podcast called Simple Pin Media Podcast, and it is all about Pinterest marketing. Pinterest is considered a social media platform, but it does not work like a social media platform. It actually works like a search engine, and it's a discovery search engine because people go there to plan for things. They go there to discover ideas, websites they've never seen before, maybe brands or companies they don't know about. So 
listening to this podcast has been very helpful because the, the owner of Simple Pin Media and the host of the podcast, Kate All, has great actionable advice to use Pinterest in your marketing. Now, the reason I'm listing them here is because they have something called the Ultimate Pinterest Planner that is gold. It is gold, my friends. <clears throat> I, I print, signed up and printed it last year and I printed it again this year. They update it every year. You sign up for their email newsletter and you get it for free. And I really wish I could show you my camera, but Facebook Live doesn't let you jump back and forth between your face and your screen because I use it to plan out months in advance my content. When you download the planner, you get a year of content ideas. Each, let me go back to this, each page, each month gives you, uh, tells you, where do I have it? It will tell you what to, what to work on right now, what to share right now, and it will also tell you what's coming up that you should already be writing content for. So it gives you advance notice of what, what will be trending. Because what they do is they take the previous year's information and they break it down month by month to see what was hot in that month the year before so that you can know in January, like today, what's going to be hot two months from now and already get to work on it and already get it uploaded into Pinterest so that by the time people are searching for it in a couple of months, your content is already embedded in there to be found. You, if, especially if you're a lifestyle, food, mommy blogger, health blogger, uh, those, those big uh, niches to write for, it, you will just find this invaluable because especially for those types of blogs, this covers all of it because those are the, those are the types of things people are looking for on Pinterest. So that's why it applies more to those kind of bloggers. But no matter what your business is, you can use this to plan for big trends before they happen. The sucker is gold. So go to this link and sign up and print this. You will just be, it gives you a plan. It gives you a plan for the whole year and it's gorgeous. It's easy on the eyes, very easy to use, has places for you to track your analytics and write things in. Go get it. Okay. Pretty links. Pretty links is another WordPress plugin. And essentially what it does is it takes a big, long, complicated rando link and lets you create a link that makes sense to people that will point to the big, long, rando link. Um, for instance, I give, a, I give an example here. This is the, the URL to my YouTube channel, this big, long sucker. So like right now, as I'm talking into this microphone, if I tried to tell somebody to go to this, that would... Who's going to remember that? Nobody's going to remember that. Nobody can look at that and remember it. Nobody can listen and remember it. But, you know, like U-C-A-K-D-E-H-E-F, whatever. But after installing Pretty Links as a WordPress plugin, you can make a link using anything off your domain name. So instead of giving this crazy long rando link for my YouTube channel, I can tell people, go to mediamedusa.com slash YouTube. Isn't that way easier to remember? Mediamedusa.com slash YouTube. And it sends you to my YouTube channel, even though 
the actual URL is some rando. So it's essentially a redirect service. And it's a plugin for WordPress, super easy to use, and it's free. Um, and the possibilities are endless because you can create a link using your domain name to anything, to any channel, to a freebie you're giving away, uh, to maybe an online website where you're an affiliate. So for instance, I'm an affiliate for Crowdfire. So maybe I want to send people there, I would use nancy-basile.com slash crowdfire instead of giving them some kind of randomly generated link to follow. It's easy to use. And there is a uh, paid version that does fancier things, but the free version is plenty to get started with. Okay, before I talk about Pro, Pro Blogger, I just want to, nope, I already did that. Ha, I'm looking at my notes and I'm ahead of myself. Okay, anyway, Pro Blogger. Here is another podcast I discovered last year that is incredibly helpful. They give you actionable, and when I say actionable, I mean things you can actually take action on. Some podcasts give you strategies that are more about, uh, that are more abstract and kind of overview that you can't really get into the nitty gritty with, but you can try to figure out what they're talking about. Whereas when it's actionable, it's like step one, go do this. Step two, go do this. Let me take a drink. So Pro Blogger has something you can sign up for that will give you six months of blog post ideas. And just like that simple pin media planner that will give you a year to plan for in your blog, this will give you very specific things to blog about. It's very helpful. Now they make it very clear that not every blog uh, prompt is going to fit your niche, but that's okay because you can find enough of them. This is what the, the freebie looks like each month. You can find enough prompts that you can come up with plenty of content. So they essentially give you the topic or the headline with fill in the blanks and it prompts you to write a blog post. And they have six months worth, which is plenty and it's free. So you just hand, you sign up with your uh, email address and they send you the six months of blog prompts. It's pretty awesome. Now this one I've talked about before. This is Sumo's kick-ass headline generator. I talked about this last week when we talked about the eight ingredients of a great blog post. And one of them was a clickable uh, headline. Kick-ass headline generator is awesome because you can fill in the blanks and it will spit back a bunch of different options for you. So if you are a DIYer, like let's say you're a craft blogger, you can come in and fill in all these blanks. The desired outcome, let's say, is uh, Luna Lovegood glasses. You see how it's already filling it in over here. Your headline branding could be um, witchy.com how to make glasses. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. So you can see you fill in the blanks and then it comes up with a bunch of different ideas for you that are more clickable than just your generic headline. How to make glasses, witchy.com. Are you more like Richard Branson or David Rockefeller? You know, you can change. Obviously, these would change with what you put in them. But this is a great headline generator. I myself have trouble coming up with kick-ass headlines. My headlines tend to be kind of just like 
vlogging tools you can use. You know, they're not fun. They're not buzzfeedy, mashable headlines. I'm not good at that. So I use Kickass Headline Generator a lot. Another tip, and I gave this tip last week, is when you do see really good headlines, to copy them into like a Google Doc or a Google Sheet. And that way in the future, you can kind of tweak it for your own use. Because when I see eye-catching, funny uh, headlines, something that really seems effective in getting people to click, I copy it uh, into a Google Doc to use at a later date by tweaking it to, for my own needs. So this is Kick-Ass Headline Generator by Sumo. Again, free, free. Last but not least on this list is Yoast. Uh, if you've been blogging for any amount of time, you probably know about Yoast. Yoast is, again, a WordPress plugin. But what it does, it's amazing to me, first of all, that this is free. Because what it does is it tells you exactly how to get the most search engine optimization on your blog post. Because as you're writing it, let's see if they have screenshots. As you're writing it, it will show you um, traffic lights, green, yellow, red, orange, to let you know how well you're doing. I'm looking for screenshots. How well you're doing in your SEO efforts. And not only will it tell you how you're doing, it will, dang it, no screens. Darn you, Yoast. <laughs> not only will it tell you how you're doing, it will tell you what you need to fix. For instance, Yoast tells me all the time that my sentences are too long and that I haven't used my keyword phrase enough. They set benchmarks based on uh, Google good practices like you should have your keyword phrase 2% of your content should, should use your keyword phrase or sentences should only be this many words long. They will use those benchmarks and compare what you're doing in your blog post to those benchmarks and then grade you green light, red light, etc and tell you what you need to fix. It's super fantastic. They also include a box for your meta description. Um, a lot of people don't, don't fill out that part when they're filling out a blog post in WordPress because the, the box to do that is not uh, readily available. You have to kind of look for it. But with Yoast, it's right smack in front of you. All of their stuff shows up at the bottom of your blog post screen. They just, they just make search, at, ugh, search engine optimization that much easier. And again, it is free, 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 free. So that is it. Now, like I said, you can go to this uh, blog post to get all of these links. In fact, what I suggest is that you go there and bookmark that page so that at any time you can go back and click those links to get to the tools that I recommended. If you are just hopping on at this late time, don't worry, this video lives on my Facebook page and you can go back to the beginning, get the bonus tip that I mentioned and listen to my explanation for all of these tools. Or you could head to this blog post where I talk about it in detail and I provide links to everything I just talked about. Okay. Well, those are my favorite apps and tools. If you have any questions, because I can't see you typing live because I'm sharing my screen and not my face, and can I just say, even though I can't see you guys on the other side of the camera, this is the second week that I've shared my screen instead of my face, and I kind of miss showing you my face because, um, I don't know, it just feels like I'm having a conversation with you a little bit more that way. But 
If you do have any questions, I will be checking the comments under this video for the next 48 hours. So if you type a question in the comments of this video, I will see it and I will answer it for you. And again, in the description of this video is the link to the blog post where you can get uh, links to all of these tools and apps that I've talked about. And be, while you're on the blog post, be sure to sign up for my email newsletter. You will get a list of marketing tools that you can use for free, um, in addition to those that I just mentioned that are time savers for me. So even if you're not watching this live, go back to the beginning. And guys, thank you so, so much for being here with me today. I sincerely appreciate you. I want you to know that. I have gotten some really great private messages on Facebook from people who have seen the videos live and in replay. And it just feels so good to know I'm really helping people in their businesses to get them moving and get their online marketing game leveling up because it's easier than people think it is. It really is. It's not that hard. You just have to take it one step at a time, one thing at a time. And I hope that I'm breaking it down for you and making everything easier and helping you save time. Next week, we're going to be talking about 11 winning ideas to help you boost your website traffic. These are going to be actionable things you can do. They're not like pie in the sky ideas actionable things, 11 winning ideas to help you boost website traffic, to get people coming to your website. And again, if you missed the beginning of this video, you can just wait till the end and then head back to the beginning to catch everything. Guys, thank you so much for being here today. Sincerely, I really look forward to these Thursday live sessions and I hope you've gotten something out of today's sesh. And I will see you next week on Thursday at noon Eastern. Bye.